There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award-winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. I don't even want to start this thing. You're Tyler. And I'm Eric. <laughs> and I'm KC. And you're listening to The Element Podcast. Eric's not here. What's happening, all my woods people? This is the Element Podcast, formerly known as Elephant Podcast, brought to you by First Light Gear. And uh, like I said, Eric is not here. Um, I don't know why I said that. I was caught way off guard. <laughs> but uh, Casey and I are here sitting around. He's sitting on the Nebraska Furniture Mart couch, and I am on a camo chair that I've had for a minute. This is one of the first chairs, a piece of furniture Did you get that I might have in high school? No. When did I? I might have got this, like, in college i can't remember i've had it a while though it's cool it's uh it's actually the old advantage wetlands camo which is a, a cool pattern i remember when it came out yeah, i was like oh sick. dude that's the duck hunting pattern you know mm-hmm. and uh it still looks cool man i mean you could probably kill deer out in the plains with this stuff i you imagine know? man but anyway uh casey and i got a lot to talk about today and we don't have a ton of time to do it so we're gonna we're gonna cut to the chase the first thing I want to do is something that I actually don't want to do, uh, but <laughs> I think it's the right thing to do, and that's what we try to do. Um, so there has we kind of have a little announcement here. Uh, there's been several people over the last few weeks that have asked what happened to the Neil Guy hunt that was on the Meteor YouTube channel, and uh, so I'm going to tell you guys what happened real quick. Um, so Casey and I hunted a uh, piece of public land that had Neil guy on it and we killed the Neil guy. And as you can see, uh, in the video, we're wearing blaze orange the whole time. This hunt is this particular hunt. There's no, no gun hunting going on while we're on this place. Uh, it's only archery, but in the rules, it says that there is 
uh, you're supposed to wear blaze orange and anytime you're not in movement. So I'm... Uh, no, you can we, take it off anytime you're in movement. That's right. You can... Sorry. Yeah. I might as, uh, anytime you're not in movement, you're supposed to wear it. So anytime you are moving... No. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said it right. The If you're moving, you have to wear blaze. And then when you're not in movement, you can take it off. So... KC and I, um, what we would do is we'd truck into a place, and then we would we had found kind of a place where somewhere around we'd seen some sign and stuff, we'd seen some Neil guy, and so we truck in there, and the mosquitoes are terrible, even in you know the winter, it's like still pretty uh, terrible mosquitoes, um, and so I would what I would do is I'd take my blaze off when I sat down, and I would put a hoodie on after walking in, so I, after I'd kind of cooled down a second, put the hoodie on mosquitoes are not biting me on the arms anymore in my short sleeve, you know? And then, so, and then we just sit there and kind of see what, what happened as they say. And we, um, we end up that morning seeing a bull coming down a trail and he is going to our downwind. And so we, we take off, you can see it in the video or you could see it in the video. We take off around this tree, this mesquite tree, so we can get a shot to the trail that we know he's on before he gets to our win. I bet we moved 10 yards. And the last thing I thought was, I got to put my blaze on. I just went and did this because he was within 100 yards probably. You know, like he's getting close. He's, you know, striding it out. Well, we loop around this thing and I shoot him. And he goes down, but I got to finish him. So I finish him, immediately go back and think, oh, man, my blaze is on. So I go back and I put the blaze on. Uh, meanwhile, you and I, we had drawn this hunt prior and it, um, we had talked ourselves into the fact that once you got to your hunt area, you could take your blaze off. So we had kind of somehow scrambled the message right a little bit, uh, somewhere along the way. And I have full editing power over this thing. Right. And so I, we put this out, not thinking we were doing anything wrong. So plain and simple that's what was in I could have cut it out right and nobody you know I could have done some or maybe not even shown it right but I, I just wasn't aware that we were breaking a, a, a rule um, that you know maybe slightly hard to interpret right but it still definitely seems like that you could say that we broke the rule so anyway uh, I put my blaze on immediately there was no malintent I wasn't trying to break the rules I wasn't trying you know neither one of us were I, at the moment if I can interject a little sure. bit I didn't feel like we were. No, I didn't either. You know, like I didn't think that it was like, oh, shoot, that's why we I left that it in. up. You yeah. know, I, I just mm-hmm. thought, oh, well, we, you know, we, I walked ten yards and shot this thing. Um, so anyway, um, and I, and you know, you wouldn't think that, uh, you know, if you're walking towards an animal, that you'd be walking towards a hunter probably either. Mm-hmm. You know, and in that case, we were a long ways back in. I felt pretty confident about it, but I didn't think about it either because we're bow hunting. You know. Um, so anyway, that, uh, that was, I guess, a rule that we broke. And then, um, there's another rule that we broke as well. Uh, uh, another one by, uh, not intentionally. Um, and I'll tell you the story on this one real quick as well, but this is why this hunt, we took this hunt down. We decided to do that. We did not have to do that. Uh, but we took it, took it down because we thought it may be the right thing to do at the time. Um, so this is something that uh, maybe an advocacy of mine at some point. Um, 
I would like for it to be, actually. I just think that it's – I'm not sure how much of a battle I, fr- I really want to get into. But um, there was a rule that was created, and I don't know when this all came into effect, but um, if Hollywood – If I had to guess, Woodrow Wilson did it because he did everything bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hollywood would go and, um, you know, they would create these movies and stuff on public lands, right? They're bringing in cranes and jeeps and kind of tearing up these sites. They've got 50 or 100 people on the crew on the site and kind of, you know, definitely like creating some kind of, I guess, destruction to these sites a little bit on public lands. So at some point, the feds decide and therefore, I guess, states also follow on a lot of this stuff to enforce this thing called commercial film and photography permitting. So... um, this was intended, like I said, for big Hollywood crews. Um, we are technically supposed to get commercial film permits. And we do that as often as we are supposed to do that. We try to attempt to do that. Um, and in this instance, um, let's see, it was this was 2022 season. During the early season, so September, I had messaged somebody. And I'm not going to give all the details here because I don't want to give away too much but the essentially this type of public land it was a particular type right there's different types of public land there's national forests national parks you know WMA state NWRs all these different types well this particular type we were going to film permit I talked to the guy on the phone that managed this and film permitting on this particular type of public land that we were going to go hunt deer on whitetails and he told me that there was litigation uh, as to whether they were even going to charge film permitting, commercial film permitting, um, you know, rates anymore and even have that be a thing. So he said at the time, he said, Cur- currently we don't need this. You don't need to have a commercial film permit for this particular type. So I thought, okay, well, every piece of property that falls into that category um, will be that way. And that was right. Um, you know, litigation can take a long time when it's in private affairs. Apparently, it gets wrapped up really quickly when the government is stands a chance to make money off of it. So it did. It wrapped up very quickly right in the middle of deer season sometime in November. And not long after was when KC and I went and did this hunt. And so, and we had no clue that the litigation had had wrapped up. I thought this would be potentially a multi-year deal, (laughs) but for sure multi-months and it happened like it was done in a month or two. Or hoping that it would never come up again. That's what I I hoped it was. Yeah. Like they would just, and that's the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, you and I both paid money to have hunting licenses and permits to hunt this place. And we're carrying in a camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it's not, we're not doing any, any, we're both hunting. We're wa- we have a camera in there, you know, like there's not any destruction happening to this. Per- we've paid our permit to be on this place. Right. So anyway, um, that's kind of beside the point, but essentially, um, we did not get a permit for this because I thought, Oh, NWRs are good for this season. I mean, we should be good for this season and we get into the thick of it and just, we made a mistake, man. And this, you know, so essentially that's what, that's what happened. Um, and you know, they're, you know, people want to think that we get like, you know, because we're maybe people like what we do, we get we catch breaks and stuff like that, and we don't. Mm-hmm. We got tickets, 
So that's just plain and simple what happened. Um, I guess my point here before we move on that I want to make is, guys, Casey and I try hard to do things right. And it has been an extremely stressful process that we've gone through in the last few weeks with this thing. I have not wanted this to be ever the case. I I want like I've tried hard. I've worked really hard to try to do things the right way, but do them well. And and to be able to do this for a living is a blessing beyond what I could have really imagined. And I know Casey would say the same. So yeah, we apologize for that. Yeah, being the case, and we did not mean to. This was not like a very intentional thing that we tried to, you know, beat the system or anything, you know. Um, and we'll talk about some of this stuff later on in more detail as far as commercial permitting and some of the blaze stuff as well. There's some conversations that I've had with with a few people in different departments around the country, uh, and we kind of all believe that there's some reform to be had around some language with stuff like this that would just really help like if it was standardized it would help some things a lot yeah, yeah. And i'm not trying to make excuses for ourselves guys we messed up and, and did something wrong but i'm going to tell you this i ain't trying to do things right because it's what the government wants of me it's what jesus wants us to do yeah and, and that was I the final point i was going to yeah. make is like guys I, like there are people listening right now i don't want you to feel disappointed and if you do then i'm sorry and i didn't want that to be the case i don't want to disappoint people we both love making people happy um but you can at the end of the day guys you got to put your faith in one thing one person and it's not me and kc and me and kc are going to mess up and it's going to happen i'm not saying we're going to get tickets again or whatever i hope we don't we hunt all over the country we hunt all kinds of places all different designations of federal and state lands and we try to do everything right we put out you know maybe 60 videos a year it's hard to keep up with this stuff, guys, and we it's it's us. Like we we are you know hanging out and doing stuff and working with Meat Eater, but it's us, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you and me and the guys that have to manage all this stuff. And, and none we're of trying us, hard. Well, Eric and Michael speak Yankee, but they don't interpret it very well. So <laughs> we gotta read books. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I just I just want to apologize for that to anybody who might be sad about it. And if you are and you're disappointed in me, I I was disappointed that we we missed it too. And I I did not. It, it wasn't a way to get a, a foot up, guys. You know, it wasn't. None of this was a way to get a foot up. It was. We were trying to do everything we could to to make you know. And obviously, you know, it's like there's there's a lot of these places that, like I said you don't have to permit for whatever reason, whether it's in litigation or whether it's just the manager doesn't care. He, he just wants you to have a good time and do your thing. And so, you know, that you don't, you're not trying to just give away money too. So like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to try to cross all your T's and dot your I's. And like I said, we weren't trying to do it on purpose. So in, in that, in all that guys, uh, the only guy who's ever been perfect was Jesus. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that because this is my opportunity to say that I fail man and I need him. And, um, and honestly, his uh, me being able to pray to him and lead and lean on him in this moment has been the only thing that's really kept my anxiety at bay in any sort or any manner at all. You know, Matthew six twenty six, man, that's that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately. So, anyway, if you're good with it, then let's talk about pig hunting. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like there's one other thing I was going to talk about. Oh, there was. Um, so I think that this kind of points us towards seasons to come. 
and I kind of want to be honest with everyone who has been a follower of the element for a long time. Because of the stipulations surrounding public land, um, you might see us on private land more than you used to. Yeah. That's not the only reason. A lot of times private land hunting is better too. Well, but, for sure. But that's a huge part of it. So that's if you see a shift in some of the content that we produce, uh, that it's a b- big part of it because filming things on public land makes it difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean – and it hurts us to kind of do because we love figuring deer out on new places. That's like a, that's a super fun part of what yeah. we do. And we can do that on private some too, you know, mm-hmm. and we will. Yeah. It'll just be bigger deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, like I mean, in all honesty, um, you know, some things are made hard when they don't have to be. And yeah. it kind of drives people away from that. I mean, it's on, on the majority, I could say majority, that makes sense. The majority of public land in the country, it costs one hundred and fifty dollars a day to film. Yeah, just to, just kind of as a it's expensive a guys. Number. We're yeah. out a lot. Yeah, it costs you know? a lot of money. So that's so. that's that's why you might see that in the future. But anyways, we get to pig hunt on private. We do. That's real nice. Ain't got to wear blaze. Ain't got to actually. We do pig hunt on public some, <laughs> which we did wear blaze on. Yeah. There's a meteor video out. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's pretty cool. It's uh, yeah. I'm go pig hunt with my dad. It's awesome, dude. It's an awesome video. Like mm-hmm. I I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy putting that one together because we had some, uh, you know, here we are just giving all of our, uh, telling everybody all our secrets, but we had some issues with audio mm-hmm. on this one. <laughs> and uh, Audio has plagued us since about 2020, I think. 2020 for sure. Really started getting tough. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the cameras that we use have a habit of going, like the, the, the jack that the mics go in, have a habit of like breaking and uh so we've been trying to solve that for several years yeah. and one way we did that was uh we used these wireless mics on this hunt mm-hmm. and you were just fo- t- too far away that your audio was cutting out and there's this weird thing where like the three of our camera guys eric michael and greg who we love dearly um they don't take too. <laughs> they don't take to like advice like hey you should wear headphones and monitor the audio <laughs> so that you know if Casey's cutting out and uh, mm. you know it's a it's a process you yours know? also ended up in the mud I think uh, oh, it's still there for sure yeah for sure I forgot about that I was ch- I was chasing a pig and I fell like three times mm-hmm. it's worth watching this is, it's, it's not, a fun hunt it's it doesn't have the most wildlife footage but yeah. I think that's okay because it actually good is more story yeah. you know it's it's cool. Uh, Pig hunting that way, you've probably watched, if you're, if you're an Element listener, you've been around for a while, you've probably watched some of our shotgun and stuff that we've done for pigs, and it just doesn't lend itself to a lot of good video, uh, yeah. or at least footage of, of wildlife, of hogs. Pigs are usually running and They're getting usually shot. usually running, <laughs> and they usually get shot before the camera comes on. <laughs> yeah. One time, Eric's first thing he ever, best thing he ever did, okay, <laughs> he came and filmed with us in 2021. Yeah. Um. He filmed with us in February and filmed me shoot four hogs like it was a video game. It, it was, was sick. It was like um, Duck Hunter. It was, man. It was awesome. But, uh, yeah, go watch that if you haven't. Yeah. And then we uh, – oh, Greg's here. i got to stop talking about him. Um, we <laughs> uh, recently put out a different th- style of video on the Element channel that seems to be pretty well received. Um, I think a lot of people this time of year are thinking about doing something – because deer hunting's over for a lot of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing some deer hunting next month, if you can imagine that. But um, 
I'm real excited. Dude, me too. Uh, <laughs> me too, dude. Oh, man. I, I, I went home and was telling my wife about that. That's how excited I am. Let's I usually go, don't dude. tell her about hunting trips or whatever. Let's go. Yeah, because she doesn't know. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. But anyways, um, we put out a, uh, a video about how to hunt hogs and the yeah. different ways you could do it. And I think that the Texas Board of Tourism is going to pay us for this video because <laughs> we told people how to come to Texas and shoot pigs. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Yeah, and Market House provides everything from grass-fed beef to free-range chicken, Mm. grass-fed lamb, and even wild-caught king crab and seafood. Market House keeps small farm values, trusted sources, and clean mouth-watering food for your family. And like I said, Market House ships all orders overnight. Order today, enjoy tomorrow. And you can even keep the camo on for dinner, even if the filet mignon is on the table. With Market House, it doesn't matter because the cuts and catches come straight to your door. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. And everybody knows how hard it is these days to find high-quality, sustainably sourced meat and seafood at their local grocery store. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling you're stuck inside staring at screens and a primal urge kicks in? You crave wide open spaces, fresh air, the chance to connect with the land? Well, maybe it's time to find your own piece of the wild. But searching for property can be a maze. That's where land.com comes in they got millions of listings across the country from mountain ranches to hidden fishing holes their search tools are like a seasoned guide helping you narrow down what you want land.com isn't just about buying and selling it's about finding a place to hunt fish explore or simply sit by a campfire and listen to the crickets so head over to land.com today to turn one day into today because trust me there's nothing quite like the feeling of standing on your own piece of earth dude it's like the problem is like you think oh man i don't need to know how to hunt hogs i know i don't hunt hogs but it's like about near a highlight reel Mm -hmm. it's got like just shots of pigs all over it. Yes, did y'all know? Let me tell y'all something. Did you know that the element for the first three and a half years of its existence thought that people didn't care to watch hog hunts? Yeah. 
So we didn't f- we would shoot hogs, but not show the footage. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a lot of stuff from yeah. the the twenty teens. Instead, we went postseason scouting when we should have been pig hunting. Should have been pig hunting for sure because it was way funner to do oh than postseason gosh. scouting. But, but we did now, learn a lot in the last three years. We've got a lot of hog footage. Yeah, we've shot a lot of pigs. I didn't realize how many. Yeah, I mean, so Michael put this video together, did a really good job, and he like he somehow found pig after pig i mean it's like there's hardly any footage of you and me talking about i mean there's audio of us talking about it but there's not footage of us sitting there talking it's mostly just pigs Mm -hmm. the whole time the whole time so if you want to watch some cool hog shots and listen to some stuff Mm -hmm. it's like a podcast on video almost so footage that we take is stored on something called a hard drive you may or may not know what that is there's external and internal every computer has a hard drive on the inside of it but we use these things called external hard drives. They look like a big deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the size that they are, and there's probably 35 of them sitting on Dude, that. I think there's more. They there's cost- five. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 28, 30, 33. It's closer to 50. Yeah, it's going to be closer to 50. Each one of those costs $100 or more. Um, plus the working drives we have that cost more than that. I think there's over 50 there. But each one of those holds four terabytes of data. Um, and they about near all are full. Yeah. And we went through all of them <laughs> looking for hog footage. <laughs> and I don't know if you understand how much a terabyte is, but it's a lot. It's, like it's a hard bi- to tell me how. It's like to, a billion. It's it's, it's a dillion, as Tyler's it's a d- been saying lately. <laughs> it's a dillion's worth of footage. Bob Dillion. Uh, I mean... It's hard to say, but each one of those probably has like a hundred hours of yeah, footage man. on it. Who knows, right? But it's a lot. It's more than you can imagine. And we went through all of it and found I think almost every shot at a hog that is on film from the element is on those hard drives at the moment. Even some misses. Even some <laughs> those shots are in there. Yeah, shots shots qualify for all that. Yeah. Um. So that's all within that video, and we actually give you some of our like we go through four ways of doing the thing. Yeah. And uh, there's, um, we didn't include helicopter hog hunting because, I mean, somebody else is going to tell you how to do that, not me. <laughs> I've done it, but uh, that's not, I don't offer those services. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. me neither. Um, we actually went hog hunting recently and almost killed some pigs. Gosh, it was so Both dumb. of us in the same evening. Sure enough, I forgot about that. We'd go kill pigs right now if we wanted to. I know. Ooh. We're going to want to on Thursday. Y'all don't ruin it. They've for been us. there all day, man. all day long. They're not there right now. The so. hard, so the hard thing, the hard thing about this property, it'd be cool. If, I mean, you know, some people don't like this, but it'd be cool if I could just see some hogs and go kill them. But mm-hmm. uh, like once we leave here, we got to It's like forty minutes to get down in there, probably. And once you get down in there, there's no service, mm-hmm. no phone service. The Moultrie Mobile cameras work. They send pictures out, but, our but phones we can't, can't get, get the them picture. on the phones once we get down in there. So we don't know if we're there anymore. So it makes it yeah, it makes it actually a lot like hunting, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty tough. But we went in there and we were gonna. We had been seeing these pigs it's about near every evening on camera. So we went in there one evening and uh, as we're kind of walking in, we don't really have the wind great, but we think we can make it work. Well. All of a sudden, there's just this lone boar just cruising, man, just looking for them harems. And uh, he, KC, I was like, hey, go shoot that thing or whatever. So KC runs up there with Eric, and uh, he, the pig kind of comes into the gap, 
at like probably what 50 40 45 50, something like that and 47 eric, eric made sure to uh ask you a question at the time i could should be concentrating and when you should have been so, shooting uh, it was actually did you do you see him or something wasn't it yeah <laughs> if you know me and you know eric you know one of us has seen the hog for sure uh, <laughs> um but what was going on is that back we're fixing to actually show the video from this. Um, this past year, I hunted Oklahoma, and my bow fell out of the tree. And it didn't mess up the bow as far as accuracy or tuning or anything, but it stripped out. It hit right on my sight, so it stripped out the gearing on my sight. Mm. So I don't have it. My sight will still adjust and do it accurately, but it it doesn't want to do it without you working on it. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to make because I have a twenty and a thirty five, and I was like, I don't want a pin gap from thirty five to forty seven. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to miss a pig or wound one. We're trying to smoke things. Oh yeah, because smoking stuff is cool. Well, smoking pigs is what you have to do, or you won't find you them. won't find them. <laughs> They're gonna be gone. Um, so I was trying to mess with my sight, and the pig got away. But it's, you know, I kind of liked that that happened, the way it did. He didn't spook bad, mm-hmm. and I didn't put an error in him. He didn't die like the next day. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know. So like we didn't have to go just all looking yeah. for him for didn't have to go just stomp everything. Yep. So now that same area is where we're seeing pigs on camera mm-hmm. like crazy all day long. They're Dude. fixing to be back. The corn just went off. Right. Right and, now. And right after that happened, I was like, okay, why don't you wait and see if this sounder shows up? I'm gonna go back over to this other feeder. Was a few hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, me and Michael take off over there, and as soon as we like coming over, we cross this creek, and we're coming up, and like as we're crossing it, I can see them just backs at the feeder, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, dude, there was a dillion of them. <laughs> it was like ridiculous, dude. I know. And, they haven't uh, been to that feeder in daylight since. I know. Day. What in the world, dude? Um, so anyway, was Michael with you? Yeah. Yeah, smelled y'all for sure. <laughs> well, we were heading we we were actually supposed to have like a an opposite wind. Michael's here by the way. Um and um we we ended up having like an opposite wind of what we were actually called for, which is one thing that happens to us a lot down in this bottom. It's I mean, it's just nasty floodplain mm-hmm. stuff and it's just bad. I mean, we've had a good wind up top. Like solid strong wind and it just like as it got evening it kind of died a little bit it's and it's just swirled bad. And uh Anyway, Michael and I come up, and these pigs are at the feeder. So I'm just going to go right at them. There's some big ones there, right? I start to see them kind of leak off to the right a little bit, like one or two of them. And then uh, I look over, and there's like the other half of the dillion that are over there to the right a little bit. Well, our wind is kind of blowing towards that direction a little bit. And I'm like, dude, we got to get to the right so that our wind doesn't blow all these pigs out. They're fixing it. They've already... Because there's a dillion of them, they've already eaten like one kernel each, and they're done. Like there ain't any more corn left. So I take off to the right, and we're just flying. And Michael's, you know, keeping up pretty good. And anyway, these pigs, um, they're getting with it. And we we probably w- walked a hundred yards, maybe or whatever. And then I just couldn't get any further around them, and they they smelled us. And it was weird because only like one or two smelled us and they started wigging out, but the other ones kind of wigged out. And then they did this loop, and I thought this one pig was going to come right at us. I actually had like a 45-yard shot as well at one of the pigs. 
but it just wasn't it wasn't great. Michael wasn't really on him, and I asked it wasn't his fault. This was a quick deal, and I was like, "You got you on him." And usually, if the cameraman's quiet, it means he's not on him. So <laughs> uh, they never say no. No, yeah, <laughs> it's just like uh 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 uh. Do you want a headset? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I just I know I have learned that you know silence means don't shoot and um, because actually Greg and I when we hunted I hunted that rifle Texas Listen, public buck and Greg was like if you went silence don't shoot you'd never get to shoot with Greg He's well so Greg quiet. see but no that's what I'm saying is Greg <laughs> Greg taught me he was like when I was like you on him Greg he goes yeah and I was like are you sure and he goes yes. And so I shot. Well, I went back and watched the footage, and he was on him both times. He said yes. Yeah. So now I trust him. You know. Yeah. Michael's good at getting on stuff fast. Yeah. He is. So. Yep. It probably, Greg is too. Actually, Greg sees both these guys see the deer really well and get on them. They're just, they're just gamers, dude. They know how it is to hunt, man. So mm-hmm. they do a really good job of that. It's just, but you, I mean, still, it's camera, it's camera stuff. You know. So, so you gotta, you, yeah. you don't know for sure. You know. The uh, the good thing about all that is that. We now are going to have a really good hog video because yeah. we had some close encounters. We did, yeah. but we still have to kill one. We're going to a Thursday. Video. Listen, <laughs> and here's the thing that we're, we – the video is going to tell you some stuff about this kind of deal. But uh, I use the Weather Channel app. This is not an endorsement for the Weather Channel app, okay? No, no. They mess things up a lot. <laughs> you might could check on X and see if they have this data. They, they probably do. Um, so – According to the Weather Channel app, on Thursday, we have a south at 13. That's going to go well for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what we need. Yeah. We're going to go do some pig killing on Thursday. They're dropping bombs on them. Bomb diddlies. Hey, I'm shooting one on the run. <laughs> Are Tim you <Wells> really? Style. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going ru- to take my Adelaide. I want to um, shoot one on the run so bad and hit it right, in the, right behind the ear and just drop it, dude. That's so – a long while back, me and our good buddy Dan went and did a little walkabout one time with their bows trying to shoot some pigs. And somehow, someway, a boar started running at us as opposed to away from us. I don't think he knew we were there. It's like he got spooked by something else. Mm-hmm. We could see him coming from a long ways. He's running about near full speed. So I tried to give him the old lead. You know, I put it like a foot in front of his nose and released, and I think I hit three foot behind him. So... <laughs> If you have one at like thirty yards, you running full put speed, it out there, it's way in front. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Listen, <laughs> I'm actually not endorsing the running shot. Okay, y'all, I'm not. But I think if it's a if it's a close deal, then it's a lot different. Yeah, but thirty yards is pretty far. There's plenty of rednecks listening to this podcast that understand that temptation to shoot one on the run. Yeah, and I mean, at some point in my life, I might have done that. It's hard to hold off sometimes. And, again, I, we're going back to it. We make mistakes. You know what well, I mean? Well, so, I'd do it again on a pig. I, I'm just saying for me. For yeah. Me. Pigs. <laughs> y'all know, if you know anything about us, I I shoot. There's very few times does an arrow not get flung. And uh, especially I, on I pigs. I like to get shots too, man. Um, I shot a, a whitetail buck on the run at like 260 yards one time, uh, which – I wouldn't advise doing to anyone. <laughs> Is that it was on my fifth shot with my seven mag. It was yeah. eleven. Okay, so yeah, um, you try stuff when you're eleven. Oh, guarantee. If you don't, then you try stuff when you're in your thirties and you look way dumber. Yeah. Uh, uh, so and I mean, I still look dumb. Yeah. So no, you can I, think about it's the same white tail buck, five shots. 
I'm on the edge of a rim rock, and uh, he's just running through the bottom, getting lead flung at him. Well, I hit him in the antler at some point in time because it knocked off half his rack. Um, Dang, I thought that Illinois was the first time you ever shot a deer in the antler. No, uh-uh. <laughs> it wasn't the first. First time with a bow, I think. And then um, I shot him on fifth shot. Well, if you know anything about a Remington Model 700, they only hold three plus one. Mm. So I had – I'd emptied the <coughs> clip and had to put another one in there and dropped him. Dang, dude. Yeah. But it ain't, you don't talk about how many shots there were. You dropped You're him. You're like Jeremy – or uh, Jerry Mikulek or whatever his name is. Misulek. Misulek? I don't know. I don't know. Have you yeah, say You it. know which one it is. Y'all send me yeah. a message. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh, that, dude, that dude is bad to the bone, dude. Yeah. He is bad. I like the guy that shoots the bow. Shooting him aspirin and stuff. Byron? Byron, yeah. Byron Nelson, I think, right? I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's a good old guy. I like them sure. niche jokes we tell. But, yeah, um, nobody knows. Yeah, There's so a couple people of, in Texas. A lot of hog hunting been going on. Yep. Also, um, I've got three freezers at my house. Uh, I killed four bucks this year. And <laughs> I am out of room. We have these community freezers. We do. I've got... I had to buy a new stand up. I've got a I've got two fridges. I got a stand up freezer. I got two fridges that both have freezers in them and I got a uh whatever they call them. Whatever they call chest it. Freezer? Chest freezer. And that one's not super big, but it's decent. And I'm full up too. Mm-hmm. My my walk I bought my stand up like not long ago. I'm glad you got and it. And we put two whole hogs in that thing and so uh, that was some deer meat. Yeah. And like, and I you thought got, you didn't you keep got hogs, more Neil guy than I do. And so, I mean, <laughs> we, like, we're community living. I hope right there's Neil guy in there. I haven't seen Neil guy in a long time, but it's, it's at the bottom somewhere, I'm sure. Hey. I mean, I found an elk uh, backstrap the other day. Oh, my God. I hadn't killed an elk since 22. So, uh, it's sad, right? Um, that, so, that video got a lot of views. It did. A <laughs> <laughs> lack of focus, you know, that's what our problem was back then. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was the, that was for sure the issue. Well, it wasn't the fact that your first choice was a cow elk. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, species identification was also a struggle for some members of the team. <laughs> uh, All right, you got to elaborate though. You got to uh, tell tell what that what you mean there. Well, the but, first mistake was me. Because I applied for a cow elk tag as first my choice. first choice while being a point holder. Okay, this wasn't my first time. You were guaranteed times two. That's right. Um, actually, I don't think I was. I think I had a sixty percent chance of drawing it. What? Yeah, sure. That's enough. terrible, dude. Yeah, I hate the that's Western the, game. That's the state status of elk hunting in this world. It's bad. You're better off spending money just deer hunting. Um, so mistake number one was made. Purchase the tag anyways. We're going on a cow elk hunt. We're going on an adventure. This is an expensive um, cow tag, too. Mistake number two was Michael didn't wear any mosquito repellent. Yep. Um, and then mistake number three, Michael and Eric didn't know the difference in mule deer, fawns, <laughs> and cow elk. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. <laughs> We are chasing, so it was actually a lot of weird fun. in the pine trees. It man. is, and these Yankees ain't never seen mountains, much less mule deer fawns. Oh, you know, dude, Eric's from the prairie state. I guarantee you, dude. 
I guarantee you. Dude, Columbus is flat too. Flat, it? flat. It's it is like glacial plain. Yeah. You know? Uh Ice Age, man. Yeah, man. All that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um but um we were on elk that morning. We'd seen cow elk. We know what they look like. Everyone in the party had seen cow elk <laughs> as of that morning. It's good. So um we hear the bull. They're real gray, right? Yeah. Not brown. Small. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Real dumb too. They just look at you and you go right by it, forty yards. <laughs> so, anyways, we we hear the herd bull with his cows, which would be cool to shoot, but I can't shoot him. So I'm gonna go shoot one of his cows, uh, and we're calling back and forth to him, trying to locate him. We know where he's at. We make a big scramble. It's actually a really cool hunt. Um, and so we push up the mountain through like this kind of ponderosa looking area, but it's kind of thick. And Greg and I are up in front because he's my primary camera guy. Michael and Eric are playing auxiliary back there. Um, and we move up. I do a couple, like, calf, lost calf mews. And sure enough, here comes 10 or 12 cows down the hill. And the first one kind of sees us and locks up. But then the other ones are just pushing her down, so she has to come out. I draw my bow. She catches us, me drawing makes a little loop and ends up like 10 yards further out. Well, with an elk, I know for sure just, you know, where to hold for an extra 10 yards. Just put all your pins on them. That's right. <laughs> They're big. And uh, <coughs> Greg was very fresh when it comes to filming. That was his first hunt to film, I think. He filmed some go-kart no, action, some uh, golf cart. T Tennessee. Oh, that's right. This, Tennessee, did, which also may have been may have been fuzzy, um, but there's this thing on our cameras that's called an autofocus button, and it's a thing we use a lot. You can probably watch in our footage where, like, instead of using like a, a ring on the lens, you hit this button and it just grabs focus on whatever you're pointing at. Well, that goes to not working as good once it starts getting later, like a lower light. We're in pretty low light condition. And Greg hits the autofocus button, and it's like your camera goes into spaz mode if it doesn't <laughs> work. Dude. And not only is it out of focus, it's like censored. Like oh, it's, it is. It's a sensor. It's a giant sensor. That's what it is. And we can look back and laugh at it now, you know, because it was like a year and a half ago, right? And now Greg is just nailing it. I mean, that hunt you were just talking about a well, while ago where he filmed you shoot that deer with a rifle, that hunt is like awesome. Yeah. That, well, yeah, that is, and I was thinking about that hunt earlier. I actually got to shoot that deer on the run too, because I, I shot him once and yeah. then he ran, Smoked and I was him, like, I couldn't ran. believe that he's running. Man, so. It must have been because you were shooting six point five Creedmoor. I don't know why else it would be. Man, but. <laughs> that, hey, listen, we've gotten a few messages about this, but like, there's a lot of mixed reviews on what the six five will do. It does seem like a lot of people think that it does kill deer pretty effectively. Now, as far as blood trails and stuff like that. You know, or what bullet type? Those are different. things. That's the thing I mean. that everybody messes up is bullet type. I think it, I don't want to go off into that whole spiel. I kind of, yeah. I like to kind of say um, polarizing things that yeah. actually not have. You see me do this, like in Ohio I, one time. You know, like sometimes you just say something to continue the conversation, not yeah. that you actually believe. Playing the, the flip side That's of the right. coin for That's fun, right. you yeah, know. It's, it's just like, hey, what, what points are you going to make? More funsies, you know. You know, and I, I mean, sometimes you want people to make points so that you can learn what points you want to make. Because you have the same that's stance, right. you know. That's what I mean? right. You want to see what the other guy would have to say about yeah, that. So. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> all that freezer talk to say, 
we got to figure out a way to not have so much stuff in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So, you've all been waiting for it. The Element Culinary videos are on the way. <laughs> but no, seriously, we actually are going to do a little bit of this stuff. Um, because I think a lot of us are in this situation where the world's a little weird. Um, so, there's this whole, you know, prepper aspect to things or homesteading where we're trying to become less dependent on, you know, the the big grocery stores or maybe you're just looking at a new way to cook meat, whatever it might be. Or, or you know, our main function is to find more freezer space. And for me, I'm kind of like, I'd like to rely less on electricity uh, and not have to have three freezers. So, uh, recently we did a deer meat cannon video, which I've never done any deer meat cannon. But a whole year ago, I got a pressure cooker for Christmas. And... I have not used it for one whole year because I haven't had time. But now we were like, you know what? Let's make a video about this and try this. Uh, so it forced me to kind of take the plunge. And um, I think the results were better than expected. Uh, for me, for sure. Like there was a <clears> – I won't give away too much about what happened in the video. But we we did mess up something. What We decided we could do better. And it caused me to believe that this wasn't going to be nearly as tasty as it was. And it was fantastic. I loved it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So we now are going to be. Michael's working on that video, I think. Is right? he right now? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who, who's doing that video? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's kind of what I mean. Michael's though. doing that video. It should be probably. Probably we'll tomorrow have, or something. Mm. <laughs> Uh, deadlines are, are he loved that one. thing around here. He loved that joke. We'll have another video. You know, I, I told you about that Oklahoma hunt. <laughs> we'll have that video out soon. And then the next video will be the deer cannon video. But if you haven't, go subscribe to the Element YouTube channel because that Oklahoma video very well might be out by the time this podcast is out. I don't know. We're about to look at it right after this. Remember to do that. And remember, this is your element. Live in it. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins.